We have Greg Bishop back after somewhat of an absence. You see, Greg Bishop, among all our guests, has a real life. You know, he doesn't just write books and talk about UFOs and paranormal thingies. He actually has a real life. And he does real things. I thought that was real life. It is, but, you know, I'm talking about you have a regular job and you do regular stuff. And then every so often you get together with us and we're always happy to have you on the Paracast. I'm Gene Steinberg. Greg Bishop is our co-host. We'll bring on our special, special, special guest in a few moments. But Greg, in as much as it's been quite a while since we talked to you, what have you been up to lately in the paranormal realm? Um, Not very damn much. However, I am writing a treatment for a film... I'm uh, working on the beginnings of a book that I want to co-write with somebody and possibly a fiction book, which I still keep mentioning that I was going to write with Mac Tonys, but Mac is not around. You can use a Ouija board and channel Mac Tonys and have him help you. Yeah, but, you know, the, all, the Ouija board is a very bad receiver, so I don't know what I'm getting. Right. You know, well, Mac would understand, though. I think Mac was the kind of cool guy who would have understood something like that. Well, maybe, but he's, uh, he also, I don't know how much control he has of, of who's claiming to be him from the other side. But that, like I just said, that might make it better. So do you have a co-author for your UFO book yet? Which UFO book? The one I just mentioned? Yes. Uh, yes, I do, but I don't want to talk about it. And it's, it's not somebody famous or anything, any, anybody, anyone, anybody knows. It's just basically um, based on somebody that we met years ago. I think I've mentioned it before, the guy that was from Naval Intelligence that freaked us all out. Tell our listeners, kind of recap this, because we have so many new listeners because of our presence on the GCN network. Not everybody knows every in-joke, every in-comment, so maybe a little bit of reflection here. Well, it wasn't really an in-joke. It's more like, I, for a long time ago, I published a magazine called The Excluded Middle. It's still online. You can find it under excludedmiddle.com. But um, I attracted anything from total wackos to extremely serious researchers to intelligence people. One of them was a guy who claimed he's from naval intelligence and told me all kinds of strange things, made me totally paranoid, had me, you know, looking out my window at night, wondering who was calling me at all hours of the day or night. It basically made me a raving paranoid for about a year. Then I got over it. But he's also a fascinating character who wasn't exactly who he claimed to be. But that didn't make it any less fascinating or any less of a learning experience and any less, you know, it made my life much richer. When people say, you know, why do you allow yourself to be strung along by these people? Well, I did for a while, but I did because I wanted to be strung along. And then later I realized I didn't have to take everything so damn seriously. And at that point, realized that I'd learned quite a lot from this guy. And that's what the book is about. Okay, is he someone genuinely involved or knowledgeable in the paranormal realm? Uh, well, he was, but he, what he claimed to be is from the uh, from naval intelligence, and it turned out he was not in naval intelligence, but he was very closely associated with somebody in it, to the point where he knew things that most people shouldn't know. Um, he was more interested in the um, you know government UFO angle, not so much in the paranormal angle, and uh, that's how he approached it, and that's how he approached us with it. You know, I'm starting to think of that guy that... Anthony Sanchez was talking about when he was on the show just a couple of weeks ago with Chris O'Brien. He was talking about maybe a Colonel X, a whistleblower who knew all about Dulce, New Mexico. And I kind of thought, you know what? <laughs> I think Anthony is the kind of fellow that someone pulled the wool over his eyes. That's what it was all about. I didn't hear that interview. I have had some emails with Anthony. The impression that I get 
from talking to Chris and from what I've heard and from the little contact I've had with him is that he, you know, fulfills what a lot of insider people want to do is somebody who really wants to listen, really wants to get the person's story out and unfortunately probably doesn't really have any way or maybe doesn't even care to check out if there's anything to the story. I mean, for what the guy said, there really is no way to check it out. It's just an interesting story, like Serpo and like like Paul Benowitz's stuff and like, oh, God, you know, countless of these UFO and paranormal stories, which are impossible to check out or nearly impossible. So, you know, that's I think that's how you should take it. It's just as an interesting story. File it away and see if something something interesting comes up later that will shore it up or um, support it. I was thinking of Walter Bosley, your cohort or sometimes cohort, somebody who has real experience in terms of the military and intelligence, but maybe he's telling some interesting stories. Yeah, well, he is telling interesting stories, and I am convinced that he is convinced about these stories. But the other thing is, he realizes, and I, you know, he realizes that I don't really totally believe what's going on. I, I, I listen. I think it's fascinating if it is true. Um, but I don't totally believe it. And he's okay with that, which is why he's remained my friend and what, what a lot of people don't understand about Walter. Like, he can say whatever he wants, and if you don't, if you don't believe him, fine, you don't believe him. Um, I know he hangs, out occasionally, he hangs out occasionally in the Paracast forums at forum.paracast.com, and he yeah. answers your questions. I mean, he'll answer anything as long as you're not insulting about it. You know, you want to know about his experiences, about his background. If there's nothing that he can't talk about, he'll be happy to say so. And he seems like a pleasant enough guy, and it's up to you listeners if you want to believe what he says or not. I think that gets into this dichotomy we have amongst our listeners here. We bring people with fascinating stories like Walter Bosley, David Hatcher, Childress, and a number of others. And they have a wide range of really solid experiences. They've done their homework. They're certainly sincere, but sometimes our listeners say, you know what? We want the Mike Wallace kind of questions here. I hesitate to use the name Bill O'Reilly kind of questioning because I want to go back to a more traditional kind of journalism. Well, you can you can mix them in. I mean, on my show, I have the Mike Wallace questions, and I also have the questions that um, I want to hear the answers to. And not all of those are, I totally believe you, or I think you're totally full of uh, crap. It's just just questions that I want to hear. I want to hear what they have to say about what their story is. And I turn off the filter for quite a while because I just want to hear what they have to say. There might be something interesting or good or or um, traceable or whatever in that, or something more importantly, which is more important to me. And that's an issue, too. You know, one that we mentioned with our listeners, it's part of our ongoing dialogue in the forums. And in the emails, we get whether we should sometimes ask them Turn off the filters. You know, we have a Jim Mars on the show. We have Jim Mars with Frank Warren on the show a few months back. And Jim has lots of fascinating stories to tell. And I gather he doesn't have the filters on all the time either. I mean, there are interesting conspiracy theories. And as a matter of fact, our guest tonight is certainly going to be someone who could acquaint us with a few interesting tales and stories. Yeah. But sometimes you got to turn those filters off. As a matter of fact, before we get into the next segment of the show... Before we introduce our guest, tell us about who he is and about his background. Well, uh, this is Adam Go-Rightly. He's been a friend of mine since the mid-90s, I think, maybe even early 90s. I first met him when we all had a group, a loosely associated group called the Kooks, um, who are basically writers, artists, photographers, 
um, publishers, etc., who are interested in UFOs, the paranormal, um, and uh, and in how it affected us. And we get together every year for a camp out, which we called the Kook Out, and talk about all this stuff and basically have fun and hook up with people before there was an internet, or at least much of an internet. And since then, he's... Um, He's written uh, something like four or five books, ranging on everything from the Manson family to Carrie Thornley to uh, conspiracy theorists, and uh, very well versed in all these areas in a slightly different way than than I am. Um, I wanted to ask him about his uh, talk called "Were the 1950s Contactees Ritual Magicians," which I thought was what? a really interesting idea. What ritual magicians? Yes, in in the Western magical, you know, occult way, um, he 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 had this this strange idea. Let's find let's compare their actions to those of ritual magicians like Aleister Crowley and people like that. And in see other words, people kind of like George Adamski and Dan Fry and those people. You know what? Adam Gorightly is going to be joining us on the Paracast for his first appearance. It's a long time coming. A reminder, neighbors, we welcome your input. We want to hear from you. If you have some comments or questions about what you hear on the Paracast, send them to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. Our co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey, neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. Are you wondering about your retirement portfolio? Are you confident that the financial advisor is experienced enough to combat climbing interest rates, taxes, and inflation? Stop guessing and go to the expert, Robert Chapman of the International Forecaster. When you subscribe to the International Forecaster, you get Robert Chapman's 45 years of experience and concise investment recommendations. Who needs sugar-coated excuses when you can get the cold hard facts and proven investment leads you can't get anywhere else? For a free introductory copy to Robert Chapman's International Forecaster, Subscribe now at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. Experience the difference. When you subscribe, you can email Robert Chapman directly to obtain investment advice tailored just for you. Don't wait another minute. Subscribe today at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. That's 877-479-8178.
Before you throw away your used batteries, you need to listen to this. Now, going green can save money. Go green and save money by giving life to your used batteries by charging them with the Renaissance Charger. The Renaissance Charger uses a new revolutionary battery charging technology that effectively extends the life of new batteries and gives new life to used batteries. Invented by legendary audio genius John Bedini, this unique and patented charging system rejuvenates the electrochemical plate structure in the battery without additives, increasing capacity and maintaining cell integrity. Renaissance Charge offers a full line of products made in the USA for all types and sizes of batteries. Find out why our customers tell us the Renaissance Charger is the only battery charger they will ever use. Save your money. Save the environment. Visit us online at r-charge.com. That's r-charge.com or call us at 208-772-4514. That's 208-772-4514. Be a part of the revolution today. You may not be thinking of lead and brass as precious metal investments. And you may not be thinking about ammo when we say battery station. But you should. Because Battery Station has a large inventory of the most popular calibers. Just go to BatteryStation.com and click on Ammunition. There, you'll see where Second Amendment patriots invest in precious metals for 380, 9mm, 40 cal, 45 ACP, 38 special, 357 magnum, 223, 30-06, 308, and more. Be sure to look for the October GCN specials in blue boxes, too, at BatteryStation.com. We shoot what we sell, and all Battery Station ammo is all factory. No reloads. You'll enjoy great customer service, great prices, and fast shipping. Plus, all orders over $30 will receive a free patriotic flag. So invest in gold and silver. But don't forget about investing in lead and brass, too, at BatteryStation.com. Call 417-257-7799 or go to BatteryStation.com today. On air, online, and on demand. They say we offer simple answers to complex problems. We are the GCN Radio Network. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com. We're joined after really a long time, and I wanted to get this guy on the show for a while, and it just didn't work out with the scheduling. Adam, go rightly. Our co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. And I was looking over your bio or about us section on your site, Adam, and it says you have been a chronicler of fringe culture in an illuminating manner. So we... Love the illumination, but mm-hmm. what do you consider fringe culture? Well, that was my own propaganda there, uh, the illuminating manner. But uh, well, I started, uh, shucks, back with the zine movement in the late uh, 80s, early 90s. Mr. Bishop there was part of that scene. I wrote for uh, his magazine and a bunch, Crash Collusion, uh, Paranoia Magazine, UFO Magazine, quite a bit of different things. And fringe topics, you know, back, back then, writing about conspiracies definitely was fringy and the intersection between all UFOs and psychedelics. That's kind of what got me interested in that underground movement uh, back then. There was a magazine called Crash Collusion that I happened to uh, stumble upon and uh, it advertised itself as 
you know, looking into these areas, UFOs and uh, psychedelics and the paranormal. So during that period, the uh, late 80s, early 90s, there was more people getting interested in these quote-unquote fringe uh, topics. So I started writing for all these uh, different magazines about fringe topics and strange people and my own uh, experiences, uh, which uh, were rather odd as well, I chronicled. All right, well, let's just get to that then. You know, I don't have any real UFO or paranormal experiences to speak of. I have, shall we say, some that might be borderline. But okay, Adam, tell us what kind of weird experiences have you had. Maybe go into the first one. How old were you and what happened? Ooh, I usually jump into the later ones. I, You know, as a uh, child, I, I remember a few things that stick in my mind. One was in... Uh, kindergarten i've never really talked about this before but it was uh we were doing finger painting uh one day and i must have gone into a trance state or something and went inside that finger painting and it was like going into another world you know in in childhood you have these type of reveries these experiences but that, that was an early thing i remember another time i had a dachshund dog named herman and I started staring into Herman's eyes one time, and I went deep into Herman's brain. <laughs> so these are early odd experiences that come into mind. It wasn't later till I was in my uh, late teens that I had a uh, psychedelic UFO encounter, which uh, has really deep, deeply influenced uh, all of my later work and my interest in these areas. Now, why do you call it a psychedelic UFO encounter? I hope not because you were taking psychedelics. Well, Gene, I must admit I was. Well, you know, I know about those things, but once you get into, of course, by reputation, I can't say I took them. Yes, I did. You know, <laughs> I did everything in the 70s and 60s. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not doing them now, or people think I'm doing them, but I don't want to confirm their knowledge. But okay, you were under the influence of something, and something happened, so the obvious response someone would say is, well, it wasn't real, it was an illusion. What makes you think it's more than that? Um, let me set the uh, stage a little bit, and this is something I've talked about quite a bit over the years. Uh, one thing that makes me uh, think it was more than an illusion or dis- delusion was that it was experienced with a, a friend of mine, and we were both uh, admittedly under the influence of uh, certain uh, hallucinogenic that starts with the letter L, but... Uh, let me also mention that it's been a long, long time since I've uh, delved in <laughs> and used any uh, mind-expanding agents. This was uh, oh, cr- late 70s, so do the math. So uh, on the night in uh, question, we were at a uh, party, and we took the stuff, and it was getting a bit intense. And we just said, let's get out of here. Let's uh, get outside just uh, go for a walk and during that period the 70s there was a lot of things in the air with close encounters of the third kind movies of that nature we both had a yearning to see ufos so to try to make this uh, brief as possible we were walking along and almost to a uh, levee a ditch bank and i uh, said to my friend, what if we saw some UFOs right now? Nobody would believe us. And we both started laughing somewhat uh, uncontrollably. Got up on the uh, levee uh, ditch bank. Within five or ten minutes, we saw our first UFO. And as we were seeing these things, we were describing them back and forth to each other. Uh, 
recounting, uh, describing the same things. We saw a number of different UFOs that night, a cigar-shaped UFO, your classic saucer shape, but even weirder cartoonish uh, psychedelic things with multicolored propellers. And we're both go- back and forth describing these images to each other. And the first one was so powerful it made me fall to one knee. Now, what's you know odd about this if it was a hallucination it was a dual hallucination you know i think it's indeed possible that uh you know both of us were still good friends to this day we write music together there's a simpatico there that we might have been telepathically beaming these images in our mind but you know it, they were indeed powerful and to this day both my friend and i <laughs> uh have those images still deeply ingrained in our mind and they still it still affects me to this day well of course the most obvious question would be how do you know my friend it was all real oh well (laughs) is it real a loaded word in the sense of uh maybe uh, my reality obviously is not the same as anybody else's and what we saw it seems real to me and real to my friend but uh, maybe it was just uh, for us to see. You know, I've, I've theorized a lot over the years what we might have indeed uh, saw. And, uh, you know, one logical explanation, John Kill talked about a super spectrum when you, uh, the, a window, you know, much like UFO windows that uh, people can peer through that can be opened up through trance states or the same thing that psychics are able to see into a window, like tuning in a frequency of a radio. Perhaps, you know, that's what we did in that state of mind. I mentioned before that before we even saw these things, I said, what if we saw some UFOs tonight? Nobody would ever uh, believe us. And I think what I might have done there is plant a seed, a sort of magical ritual, in effect. That's one of my theories that unwittingly, with the use of uh, drugs and entering this chance state, chance, or trance state, and uh, like uh, setting up what they call the magician's intent, that's what we indid, uh, unwittingly uh, did. We... Uh, basically performed a a magic ritual and conjured these UFOs, whatever they are, you know, they might be our own minds talking to each other, they might be ghosts, they might be the ultra-dimensional. The long and short of it is, Adam, you believe that there was some real cause, it wasn't just a couple of guys tripping and seeing things, we'll get into more of that in a moment. Adam Gorightly joining us, our co-host is Greg Bishop, I'm Gene Steinberg, you're in The Paracast. Okay, neighbors, here's the problem. Face-to-face business meetings with clients and colleagues are always going to be important. But business travel is a hassle, and it's often a complete waste of money. Well, here's a solution for you. Do more, travel less with GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting is an award-winning online meeting service brought to you by Citrix with just a click. Host sales presentations, training sessions, or product demos right from your own desk. Avoid the hassle of traveling and still exceed your sales goals. Plus, GoToMeeting is just $49 a month for unlimited online meetings. Plus, voice over IP and phone conferencing is included. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. 
Once again, go to meeting free for 45 days. Visit gotomeeting.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at crossbreedholsters.com. Don't forget, crossbreedholsters.com. Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123cheapsolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123cheapsolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123cheapsolar.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over five years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $209, and the Berkey guy will include three sport Berkey water bottles and ship everything to you free of charge. That's right, three sport Berkey water bottles and free shipping. An $87 value, yours free. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Most people know that drinking pure high alkaline pH water is the most important factor in maintaining high energy and vibrant health. Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals. Using Plasma pH Drops is the best way to make your water alkaline to help you get rid of acid and regain your health and energy. Simply put 10 drops in the water you drink to raise the pH to a healthy level. Alkalizing water helps your body rid itself of acidic waste and increases the oxygen content of your body. Disease organisms like bacteria, viruses, and cancer cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops now by going directly to AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776 today. How do you spell hard-hitting talk radio? G-C-N. The Genesis Communications Radio Network. Greg Bishop's our co-host. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Paracast. Adam Gorightly joining us. On his site, he refers to himself as a certified crackpot historian. 23rd degree Discordian. I have to ask what a 23rd degree Discordian is. <laughs> a bit of a joke there, uh, 
obviously, uh, I remember when I originally wrote that text, I referred to myself as a 33rd degree Mason just to see what kind of reaction I could get from people. Then I later changed it to a 23rd Discordian. And uh, Discordianism, well, I deal with that uh, subject in my book, The Prankster and the Conspiracy, the story of Kerry Thornley and how he met Oswald and inspired the uh, counterculture where I uh, basically give a little history lesson on the Discordian movements uh, and uh, the life and times of Kerry Thornley. So I guess the question is, uh, what is a Discordian? And I probably need to share the uh, history. It was in the uh, late 50s that this guy, Kerry Thornley, who grew up uh, there in Southern California in Whittier, uh, hometown of uh, Richard Nixon as well. In the late Well, 50s, that makes it a strange place <laughs> to begin with before we go on. Yeah. <laughs> so in the late 50s, uh, Thornley and a buddy of his, uh, Greg Hill, they were into odd stuff. They went on little outings. In fact, they went and visited the Flying Saucer Cult Understanding, which was started by, what's the guy? Was that uh, Fry? I, th I think it was Daniel Fry's Understanding. So they were into odd, weird stuff, and uh, they, they spent a lot of time in bowling alleys uh, and uh, in there drinking uh, numerous cups of coffee. Or sometimes I heard the story was they liked bowling alleys because they were uh, able to buy. By the uh, way, before we go on, yes, it was Daniel Fry and Understanding. <laughs> George W. Van Tassel had his own stuff going on, but it was Def Dan Fry. Yep. And so these uh, two young men uh, started these conversations about uh, different philosophical conversations, and uh, one had to do with the uh, theory of chaos in the world. There was too much uh, chaos in the uh, world, one of them uh, said, and the other countered. There wasn't enough uh, chaos in the world that... <laughs> Chaos keeps things interesting, and that they should start a religion on that uh, theme, worshiping uh, the Greek goddess of chaos and discord by the name of Eris. And she is an actual uh, goddess in the lexicon of uh, Greek mythology. And so, um, allegedly, the two lads. Uh, some point had a, re a reverie or a mystical uh, vision in this uh, bowling alley, which led them to, defor uh, to form the Discordian Society. This was in the uh, late uh, 50s. And over the years, uh, the Discordian Society really started out as a small, uh, oh, this four or five people close-knit group. It was kind of an in-joke, and they wrote their own Bible called the Principia Discordia. As time evolved in the 60s, counterculture uh, evolved. Uh, they came out with different uh, publications, different uh, editions of the uh, Principia Discordia, and became sort of an underground classic. And other people got involved in the scene, like uh, Robert Anton Wilson and Robert uh, Shea, the authors of the Illuminatus Trilogy. And they ended up dedicating, in fact, the Illuminatus Trilogy, the first uh, volume, to Mr. Uh, Thornley and Mr. Hill, the uh, progenitors of Discordianism religion. You know, it sounds like it started off as a goof. It was a uh, was a goof, and it uh, kind of took on a life of its own. It be 
you know, in the early days, they <laughs> they wrote a lot of religious uh, texts to go along with the uh, book. It was kind of formalized. They would initiate people into the uh, religion, and it, everybody in the religion had their own uh, goofy uh, names. Uh, Kerry Thornley was uh, the Omar Khayyam Ravenhurst, and uh, Greg Hill was uh, Malaclips the Younger, and even I, now I'm a, a member of the Discordian Society, and my name is the, uh, my Discordian name is the Wrong Reverend Houdini Kundalini of the Church of Unwavering Indifference. And so, as you said, it, it began as a, uh, basically a uh, spoof that uh, grew into a perhaps much larger spoof. If you get on the uh, internet today and type in Discordianism, you can see there's still a lot of different groups uh, involved in the uh, scene. Hmm. Okay, so let's kind of move over. We had your psychedelic experience. You saw things that you kind of took seriously or more than took seriously. Yeah. And I have to tell you that my first wife, Geneva, once took something that supposedly was so mild and so impure that it affected nobody else except her. And she went off into almost another world for a while, had this incredible illumination, and it really changed her life for a number of years. And as I said, it doesn't seem to have been precipitated by this psychedelic that much because those of us who tried that psychedelic were barely affected by it except for her never happened to her since she tried for years to regain that feeling didn't happen some people are more uh, sensitive uh, you know perhaps it was the right moment in the right uh, space for her own uh, mystical experience so you don't have to you know you don't need to open that door up more than once perhaps well, that is the big question here, and I think we've mentioned it on the PowerCast before. When you take this kind of material, these kinds of drugs, what are you opening yourself up to? Well, that is, the, <laughs> that is indeed the uh, question. You could be opening yourself up to some uh, bad uh, juju. I think, you know, these type of... Uh, Things, LSD, uh, the mushrooms, ayahuasca, which a lot of people are going to South America now and having these uh, visionary uh, states. They definitely have their place, and there's their tools we can uh, use, still use to today, you know. But uh, Larry, back in his day, kind of had it right that it's uh, tied into being prepared for these experiences, having the proper set and setting, the frame of mind. It's like a uh, if you approach it like a shamanic experience, then there should be a lot of preparation that uh, goes along with this, just not willy-nilly dispensing of drugs for uh, kicks. You know what? I know Greg's been quiet about this, but Greg, I'm going to ask you. We have a, maybe a minute or two minutes for this segment. Have you pursued this very much, this kind of illumination? Yeah, well, I'm, it's uh, just like Adam has and you had it. I, I did, but it was a while ago. And it's funny, you talk about this kind of stuff, and it's it's hard to describe it to people that haven't been through it. And if you have been through it, you get sort of a lexicon and sort of a 
a shorthand for you know something that everybody experiences when they when they do these things and mainly it's just that the you know reality gets turned on its head and you start to have a really strange definition of reality at least for a while and if you're lucky it sticks with you and yeah it's not for everybody and you do have to be i guess sort of a little brave to go ahead with it because you don't know exactly what's going to happen a little bit nuts maybe Maybe a little bit nuts because you don't know what's going to happen and you have to be okay with that. And the other question is when you do undergo these experiences, the question that arises, and maybe some people listening to this say, oh, these people from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and they're just a band of former hippies just trying to remember their glory days. Hmm. Not quite. We're trying to explore what it all means. And the question is the reality that we see under these influences and lots of cultures have tried different ways to get these sensations these feelings these experiences and sometimes it's done with meditation sometimes with external substances but the question always is are you seeing then some kind of faux reality or is that the real reality and maybe this is as they say the matrix existence Adam Go Rightly joining us. Greg Bishop is the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Fate Magazine provides true reports of the strange and unknown. Keep up with the latest on angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, life after death, and much, much more. To receive your free issue of Fate Magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. Hi, this is Tamar from Namecheap. We're a domain name and web hosting company, and we really care about our customers. With domain name purchases, Namecheap offers free SSL and free WhoisGuard for a year to protect your identity from spammers. Most importantly, we care about you. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at radio.namecheap.com, radio.namecheap.com for web hosting and domain name specials. You can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Namecheap or become a fan of ours on Facebook at facebook.com slash Namecheap. See you online. If you owe the IRS money you can't pay, then listen carefully, because you already know that the problem won't go away by itself. You can get help today from the leading tax expert in the country, Dan Pilla. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. The IRS isn't going to just forget about you. Right now, the IRS is hiring thousands of tax collectors to go after delinquent accounts just like yours. That's why you need to take action today, and I can help. I take a simple but proven approach to solving your tax debt problem. First, I stabilize collections so you don't have to worry about wage and bank levies. Next, I build a detailed plan to get your debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even eliminated. Finally, I work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. So call now for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. Dan Pilla will solve your tax problem guaranteed. He's helped thousands of people and he can help you too. Call us today at 800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Hello from eFoods Direct. The end of October is around the corner and there's no shortage of frightening news these days. Global financial meltdown, saber-rattling with Iran and other nations, worldwide drought and food shortages... 
more than 40 million Americans on food stamps and tens of millions unemployed. Have eFoods Direct help ease your fears this fall season with free shipping on all orders placed between now and November 1st. Every dollar you spend will buy food and eFoods Direct will pay for the shipping throughout the continental United States. When you have a supply of delicious, nutritious food from eFoods Direct, your future is fearless and the shipping is free. That's free shipping on all eFoods Direct food products. Call 800-409-5633. On the web, eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. That's 800-409-5633. On the web, eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. What is a wind generator? How can the wind produce power for a small cabin? How can wind energy be stored and used during an emergency? Can I assemble my own wind generator? For answers to questions about wind power, visit windbluepower.com. Did you know the wind could provide your family with emergency power? It can with a wind generator from windbluepower.com. Learn how our amazing Light Breeze wind generator kits start charging a 12-volt battery and just 6 mile per hour wind. Or see the new Cyclone X2 dual kit featuring two wind generators on just one tower. And learn why schools and universities across the country utilize our products to teach about wind power and alternative energy at windbluepower.com. All kits qualify for a 30% IRS tax credit for residential energy efficient property. Enter coupon code RADIO for a 5% discount at windbluepower.com. That's wind bluepower.com or call 800-976-0026 that's 800-976-0026 tired of searching for great talk radio search no more i just want to hear more of it we are the gcn radio network Adam Gorightly is joining us. We have Greg Bishop and his familiar that makes that squawking sound joining us. Hey, that's even better than the trickster sounds that Chris O'Brien does. <laughs> what do you, what do you, I was going to use it on my show, but it's making its debut here on the Paracast. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. You know, <laughs> pipe down, guys. We have to do a serious radio show here, I hope. Ah. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Greg. You pick up the questioning, please. What I'd like to know, Mr. Go Rightly, if that is your name, <laughs> what what kind of inspired you in the first place? You know, why did we meet up? Why were you reading these magazines? Why, you know, what? Why do people get interested in this weird stuff? For you, maybe. Hmm, I probably was just born weird, Greg. Um my own personal experience, we talked about the weirdo uh, psychedelic UFO thing. I had some astral projection experiences. Uh, Spontaneous? Very, yes. <laughs> and, How old uh, were you? Those happened uh, roughly uh, around the same period uh, or a little bit after after my uh, psychedelic UFO experience. Oh, and, okay. And so... Uh, I mean, we can talk about that. Uh, sure, now. let's do it. Okay. Oh, boy, this is another thing where perhaps did I plant a seed for this weird experience uh, to happen. Uh, reading a lot of uh, strange books in my uh, teens about different paranormal uh, things, experiences, reading about uh, whatever, auras and ectoplasm and astral projection. 
And so I was uh, looking for perhaps techniques to astral uh, project, and my mind was kind of uh, focusing in on that. A lot of uh, diverse books on this subject, and I didn't find any uh, particular uh, techniques that really uh, laid it out exactly, but I read books uh, describing the experience. One of them uh, mentioned... uh, the pins and needles effect that you felt before leaving the body. So I kind of remembered that. And so over a period of time, it was probably about three or four months. I was 19 or 20. I started having these experiences and this, and I'm laying in the bed, of course, and everything appears to look the same. There's nothing weird or out of place like in a dream. But then I, uh, hear the sound of whooshing and an electrical uh, current would shoot through my body and this kind of lockjaw effect would uh, start then I would apparently leave my body and I initially uh, some of the first ones I just levitated up a few feet above my uh, body and then the later ones I tried to uh, move about the room and kind of fly about the room I never I don't think I ever actually left the room and, and so as these uh, experiences progressed they got progressively weirder and scarier uh, and some of the last ones when I hear the electrical whooshing sound that would take me into the experience I started hearing these uh, strange almost d- demonic voices and at that point you know it so frightened me these experiences that I made a conscious effort not to astral project anymore and in fact I that was kind of the last of those experiences so in looking in these in retrospect you know with my UFO experiences I never considered myself an abductee or this type of things but I kind of looked looked at that in another light and you know maybe that could be related to the UFO experiences and what some people perceive as an abductee experience so basically here instead of having ET grab them out of their bed and take them through the walls or the ceilings they astrally project themselves but of course we can also say you know what maybe you're just dreaming I could have been dreaming. That's uh, very true. It's just the intensity and the uniqueness of these experiences, that lockjaw feeling, the, and, you know, being awake one minute and the sensation of this electrical current and all this. And I read some astral projection accounts later, and they described a lot of the same things. So who knows? It was definitely an odd experience. I had nothing like it uh, since I should mention one other uh, experience that was a dream but then uh, I can still visualize it today do we got time to go into that oh please we have plenty of time just tell us about the experiences I was uh, this was around the same period probably as 19 or 20 and it was a hot central California night so I decided to go I was living with my parents in a uh, residential section of town in the suburbs went outside and there was a uh, slept that night there was a chaise, chaise lounge outside so I laid down on that and then apparently went to uh, sleep 
and woke up in a a dream state, but I was in the exact same position laying on the chaise lounge with the same blanket. Nothing was weird or out of place, you know, like things are often uh, are in dreams. Uh, But uh, it would appear I was in a a dream state because at that point, a huge mothership-looking UFO thing (laughs) descended uh, down from the east into my uh, backyard, you know, some, one of those huge mothership type things out of close encounters of the third kind. Once again, everything in the dream was exactly the same as it was in real life, except that big UFO. So I'm laying there looking up at the thing, and I feel a tap on my right shoulder, and I jerk over, and I wake up, and there's nobody there. Of course, the UFO is gone, but everything else is exactly like it was in the dream. Now, some people might interpret that as uh, abduction experience or uh, perhaps could be related to it. And I'm sure if I went to the right uh, UFO abduction uh, regression person, they could probably believe, lead me to believe that was a UFO uh ET type abduction experience. Well, that gets back to the other thing, too. You didn't have anything like missing time where you suddenly were doing something and it was seven hours later. No, I've never had any uh, missing time. No. Okay, because I'm thinking in terms of what people do to recover memories of UFO experiences. But again, this raises a larger dilemma here, the reality of all these things. Yeah. Because if it happens when you're going to sleep, well, you know, you're having sleep paralysis, you're having a vivid dream. Mm-hmm. We've all dreamed of things that seem to be more real than they should be. And perhaps that's at the root of this, uh, <laughs> the whole E.T. abduction uh, phenomena. I don't necessarily believe or disbelieve in it either, but uh you know, I could see somebody having these experiences could interpret it as ETs abducting them or whatever, spirits <laughs> from another realm or perhaps spirits that are with us all the time. I don't know. You know so to get back, I guess, to the original question way back when, what led me down this road and part of it, the paranormal research were experiences such as these trying to figure out why (laughs) what was behind them and I don't have any answers I'm still looking so these experiences it seems like kind of led you towards questioning what uh, what maybe waking reality or shared reality consensus reality is Mm -hmm. and it's it's still doing it I mean I think that's why we first started talking because we we both had some Questions. I never had any weird experiences. I probably just read the same books you did. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I did, and I'm blocking them out. But um, uh, so you never were inspired to do your own magazine. I noticed you wrote for like just about every zine in the in, in the beginning there in the zine revolution in the seven. I mean, uh, late '80s and early '90s. Um, you oh, did a great. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was just saying that, yeah, I probably had at one point a desire to uh, do a magazine. I kicked that around, but then I realized how much work it was for you guys. So. <laughs> but oh, you, you heard us complaining. <laughs> yeah, but you, but, you, but you guys do the heavy lifting. And <laughs> now you just have to create a blog. It's a lot less expensive. Now, understand about Zine Revolution. I was doing magazines before you guys were doing magazines. And oh, as it just, you it goes around and comes around, exactly. Yes. It was very expensive. Now, of course, we create websites and we go to one of our web hosts for three dollars a month and we host them or we have a free site. We have Adam Go Rightly and we're talking about fringe culture of which we are all a part in one way or another. Greg Bishop is the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in. <laughs> I mean, the Paracast. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We are going to have a long talk with Greg after the show is over. And I understand there are a few therapists who have sent me instant messages as we progress here saying, you know, Greg, we need to talk to him. You know, there's a lot to say yeah. and a lot See, to listen I'm saving about. saving the people on my show the aggravation of having that headache-inducing squawking noise. And also I think it fits in with the theme of a lot of stuff that uh, Adam Gorightly has written, which has to do with – I don't know what it's called, breaking uh, uh, breaking the uh, mold, breaking the uh, symmetry of, of uh, our lives and what we perceive. Well, I'll tell you what, we're breaking the symmetry. I'm Gene Steinberg, <laughs> you're in the Paracast. Okay, Adam, breaking the symmetry. Now, we know you had the psychedelic experiences, you had the strange dreams, the possible astral projection or UFO abductions. What broke the symmetry for you, these experiences? I would indeed say so. Also, I've, you know, written and looked into uh, conspiracy theories, quote-unquote, quite, quite a bit. And one of the things that led me down that path was, um, must have been in the early 80s on a Central California junior college campus, I saw a poster hung up somewhere that said the uh, CIA killed JFK. And I thought... Well, that's interesting. <laughs> and, and so started uh, 
looking into that and reading all the various uh, JFK assassination conspiracy books and you talk about delving into alternate alternate dimensions and these things it was like originally I was filled with you know righteous indignation I read some of these books and it's like it's obvious what went on here you know this group killed them or that group killed them and after a while it was like there's hundreds of books here with varying theories I wonder if these people are they could be uh, actually could be true in some alternate dimensions that this became a kind of odd uh, circle jerk of uh, sorts but it turned into more of an intellectual exercise or perhaps a road down madness or the rabbit holes that you can taught me how you can follow all these various reality tunnels and never perhaps get to the quote-unquote truth. Well, is there a truth about the Kennedy assassination? I mean, that's one of the older conspiracies. I remember after Kennedy died, Mark Lane yeah. wrote a book called Rush to Judgment, and we saw him in person a number of times. And if you try to talk to him on a friendly basis, he seemed kind of a rude character. I don't know. But, you know, it seems so credible. How can this guy who's an average marksman take this clunky, clumsy rifle and do this miraculous thing just one time? Of course, some could say, well, it only took one time. Maybe if it's one time out of 10,000 that you could fire it so many times and hit the target and then it never happens again who knows I, I doubt if he could <laughs> if you could do it one out of uh, 10,000 times but I guess that's uh, aside from the point you know what what is the answer to the uh, Kennedy assassination it seems like oh boy aside from uh, what went down that uh, day definitely changed the direction the country was heading Okay, well, so we have every theory involved here. It's the CIA. It's organized crime. It's organized crime and the CIA. It's mm -hmm. President Johnson because it happened in Texas on his turf, and he had the most to gain. Or as Cliff Clavin on the uh, sitcom Cheers uh, theorized, it the, uh, might have been the Beatles in a uh, four-way triangulation of gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what's but, so funny about the JFK thing and Roswell and a lot of these things that it, it you'll probably never get an answer to it. But the way you know the way that Adam looks at it and some of the people that he's read and and what he's passed on is that that's not the point. The point is, the point is looking at it and looking at it in different ways as as a mental exercise. I think. Yes, but yeah, you know, in this particular case, though, a mental exercise, at least as far as I'm concerned, the mental exercise factor doesn't cut it. Because mm -hmm. if it wasn't just some lone gunman, some crazy former, you know, former defector to the Soviet Union who comes back here and does wacky things, if it's not him, who did it? Why can't we get to the bottom of it? Do you think we can, Adam? I, I think we're, it's too far past. I think uh, a lot of principal players probably died on... Oddly enough, I'm going to be working on a Kennedy assassination book uh, related to Kerry Thornley here, and I've had, I have a bunch of uh, materials, and I'm probably going to spend a couple of years doing that. I mean, Gene, 
I suspect it was uh, there's a like you said uh, a lot of people involved with a lot of uh, motivations uh, rogue agents of uh, perhaps our intelligence agencies uh, in bed with mafiosos and uh, but uh, you know so much time has passed it's hard to find a smoking gun I think a lot of people have been on to things like Jim Garrison might have had part of it right but uh, you know was uh, there were so many different elements involved and you know his investigation got infiltrated by intelligence spooks and probably fed him disinformation I, I guess the bottom line uh, it's going to be hard ever getting to the uh, final truth about the uh, subject even though I'm still delving into it, Carrie Thornley, uh, the, uh, I wrote the book about the founder of Discordianism was also, uh, indicted as part of the group, uh, by Jim Garrison, the group in New Orleans that, uh, supposedly engineered the uh, Kennedy assassination that's covered in the movie, uh, JFK. So, I, I, I've, I've done nothing, Gene, to uh, answer your question, but <laughs> it's, it seems like an impossible question to answer. You kind of state the problem. It always goes back to solving any age-old mystery. Let's go back to Roswell, New Mexico. What happened there? Isn't it too late to find out? I think so. I think so. You know, so many, and I haven't looked into it as much as uh, you have or Greg has, but I've... Uh, looked into it enough that you have you have these same thing same things going on you have a lot of alternate theories there might be some disinformation it might have been a disinformation thing to be uh, again with the ufo cover stories and you, uh, many many years after the effects or many years after the fact you have these witnesses uh, come forward like the uh, individual you interviewed in Roswell a few years ago Greg but you know it's like how many years after the original what 50 when did that happen uh, 1947 yeah and this fellow is coming we talked to him in 2007 why so long you know <laughs> That's what you wonder about the Roswell case. We really didn't hear much until the book with Charles Burlitz and William Moore came out. I guess Stanton Friedman was involved in that book, too, about Roswell, late 1970s. We didn't hear anything about it in the 40s or 50s or 60s. Yeah. But in the, suddenly in the late 70s, we dredge up these memories. And as I've always said, you know, we're asking people to recall something that happened decades earlier they had a lifetime of experiences, and how the heck can you depend on them to deliver an accurate memory unless there's some paper trail they could refer to? Yeah, it seems like, uh, well, we've been having these discussions. I've had these discussions with Greg before. It's like there's only so much we can get out of the Roswell story. It's uh, probably been time to move on for quite some time. Well, I think we've said that on the PowerCast. We don't do much Roswell anymore. And we've had a couple of shows about Aztec, but we're still waiting for Scott Ramsey's book on the Aztec case. When that book comes out, you know, we'll have the ultimate debate with Scott Ramsey, hopefully Kevin Randall, who doesn't believe it. And we'll leave it be unless there's some compelling evidence. We have Adam Gorightly. Our co-host is Greg Bishop. 
I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to Mr. UFO at webtv.net. That's Mr. UFO at webtv.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. Take a minute and hear what I'm about to tell you. You might have heard about Life Change Tea on a radio commercial or a TV commercial. And you did what many people do. You tuned out. I understand. Now the facts. When health fails, you will do just about anything for better health. So why wait? Read our testimonies of better health by drinking Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. And how much does missing work cost you when you're sick? Get ahead of the sick curve. Get the tea. Here's how to order. Log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call one of our friendly operators, 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Our tea tastes great and will help you with your health. And you can even lose weight. So again, try us out at getthetea.com. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. 
You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Ten years, a decade of talk. Great Talk Radio is here on the Genesis Communications Network. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you want to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out on iTunes. Greg Bishop is our co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. We are talking to Adam Gorightly. And I have no idea why he hasn't been on before. Why haven't you been on the show before? I know we almost scheduled you once, and it didn't come about. So this came about at short notice. I'm glad you're finally here to share all this stuff. So if we're looking at all the conspiracy theories, and the JFK assassination is numeral uno, although some go into 9-11 conspiracies, Mm -hmm. which major conspiracies do you think it's just made up of whole cloth? There's no truth to the conspiracy aspect. It is as people have been told it is. Hmm, boy. <laughs> I don't know. There might, uh, boy. I, there always I, seems to be a little a grain of something there that makes you go, huh? That's what I was going to say, Greg. It's like the Montauk uh, thing. If you read yeah. those Mon- Montauk books, it's like, what a bunch of crazy craziness. But then uh, I think at the Tell our listeners it, what the Montauk stuff is, by the way, because not everyone <laughs> has followed all this inside stuff. Oh, good heavens. Can you help me out, Greg? <laughs> well, there's a lot of different uh, aspects to that story. The main gist of it is there's some sort of secret base underground at Montauk Point at the end of Long Island in New York State um, where all kinds of different experiment, human experiments went on. Um, there might be some connections to the uh, Philadelphia experiment where that ship supposedly disappeared in the Philadelphia Naval Yard, and it gets more and more and more insane as you look at it. Kind of like the Kennedy assassination of Roswell, but even yeah. even more insane. I mean, then there's other things like the uh, Kathy O'Brien's uh, book, The Transformation of America, which is, if you don't know about that and you can get a copy of it and you don't believe any of this stuff, it'll give you a great laugh. Now, that that's a good example, the Kathy O'Brien book. With the Kathy O'Brien book basically presented the theory that she was part of this MK Ultra program called Project Monarch. Well, the uh, Kathy O'Brien uh, story, that that's a good one to uh, bring up. The book was called Transformation in America, and she claimed to be a, a subject of MK Ultra which I'm assuming, Gene, a lot of your listeners have uh, at least some idea of what MK Ultra was, right? I think they do. I think they have a sense of it, but maybe you can give us the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> it started basically, I think, around 1952, which is an interesting year in uh, ufology and uh, 
Jack Parsons blew himself up that year, and a lot of weird things were going on. But it was around that period that MK Ultra started, which was basically the CIA looking into how can how to control uh, mines, and it was a project exempt of congressional oversight. Clandestine. Uh, they were looking at using different uh, drugs and techniques. Uh, Ultimately, perhaps to create a Manchurian candidate, like you see, as in, like in the movie, the Manchurian candidate. So that's an interesting question too about conspiracy theories. How much of that book was based on reality? Um, yeah, how much was reality? How much was uh, propaganda? It was. It's a great novel, the Manchurian Candidate, to begin with. Uh, and a great movie was made uh, from that book with Frankie Sinatra and uh, the one with Denzel. What's his name, Denzel? Denzel Washington. Washington. I thought that was basically a poor imitation of the original. Yeah. You know, it, the movie itself might have been partly, and the book, uh, disinformation or propaganda that uh, was basically saying that uh, a lot of those techniques were practiced by communists, uh, Chinese, Koreans, and uh, but it, it actually, you know, it could be argued that a lot of that started in <laughs> that type of uh, uh, what, what do we want to call it? Psychological warfare started with our own intelligence agencies and perhaps with Nazi, Nazi Germany, and it, it was incorporated into our intelligence agencies with Project Paperclip. You know what? Here's the six degrees of separation again. The late Kai D, who played this mind control expert in the movie Manchurian Candidate, later became a regular guest on the most famous paranormal radio show of all, Long John Nebel. Really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. How did that. Where did you pull that one up? I was there. And the funny thing is, here's another degree of separation. Long John Nebel was married to Candy Jones, and oh, she's yeah. got a whole story behind on her about uh, possible CIA mind control, which a book was written called The Control of Candy Jones. And you know something else? Gonna... Give you another story, too. Jim Mosley, our old friend Jim Mosley, knew Candy Jones fairly well after Long John died. He went on her radio show. She continued the show for a while after John's death. And he talked to the producer of the show, Sandy Teller, who also produced Long John's show, and it was conveyed to him pretty much that this mind control stuff was just a shtick. It never really happened. Let, let me bring this full circle now. We started with Kathy O'Brien's book. <laughs> and we basically painted the picture of what MKUltra was and what, you know, you're asking what conspiracies are totally bunk. And I don't know if the MKUltra and the uh, Candy Jones and the Kathy O'Brien is totally bunk, but what enters into all of this is that there's some level of disinformation and perhaps Candy Jones and Kathy O'Brien have been fed disinformation, which leads to some of their stories about uh, all that uh, can't, or, uh, Kathy O'Brien saw Dick Cheney turn into a reptilian and all these type of weird well, things. Well, that's nothing unusual. What's mysterious about that? <laughs> I have no answer. Well, understand this network is going to be on my tail right now as a result of that. Because remember, 
the most famous act, most famous performer on the GCN network is Alex Jones. So, you know, so there. Well, then he's going to be happy to hear this stuff. Hey, that's right. Maybe Alex will put us on his show and we'll get all this promotion. Alex, are you listening? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, one of my favorite parts of doing all this publishing and writing is the strange people that you get to meet and the letters you get and all that. What are, what are some of your favorites? Um, just just from a, I guess, from an entertainment standpoint. One of them is Will <laughs> Jima. I liked his stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's great. I want to do more with Will Jima. I think I sent you a uh, CD. How how would you? How would you describe him, Greg? Well, Will Jima sounds like some guy from the South that got fascinated with the UFO subject and then just started parroting all the weirdest stories he'd ever heard and, and repeating them back as reality and hooking them all together in some kind of grand conspiracy um, uh, in his mind. And he's got, uh, I guess, a record or a tape he put out, and you sent me a copy of this. And it's just him describing how the, how the aliens have taken over and um, every time he says... Um, um, however, he says, hi, ever. Which well, I'll tell you what, if he says the word chaic, believe me, it's a problem. I'll tell you what that means soon. You might know what that means, Greg. <laughs> You're in the Paracast. Adam Go-Rightly is our guest this week. The co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Ray Perkins a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! of the Rockwells. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack. Of the Rockwell, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Fight back this cold and flu season with the world's best garlic extract, Ali C. Why Ali C? Because it helps your body fight viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Ali C has been scientifically proven in double blind studies using low doses to greatly reduce the number, severity, and duration of common colds. Ali C contains 300 milligrams of stabilized allicin, the active ingredient in crushed garlic. Studies show Ali C is effective against MRSA, bacterial, fungal, and viral infections. One tablet of Ali C has the equivalent of 40 cloves of garlic. Ali C supports your body's resistance to all types of conditions and can help lower high blood pressure and high cholesterol. So boost your body's resistance to infection with nature's best garlic extract, Ali C. For more information and to order Ali C, call 877-888-7126 or go to garlichealthproducts.com. That's 1-877-888-7126 or go to garlichealthproducts.com for your Ali C today. You may not be thinking of lead and brass as precious metal investments. 
And you may not be thinking about ammo when we say Battery Station, but you should. Because Battery Station has a large inventory of the most popular calibers. Just go to BatteryStation.com and click on Ammunition. There, you'll see where Second Amendment patriots invest in precious metals for 380, 9mm, 40 cal, 45 ACP, 38 special, 357 magnum, 223, .30-06, .308, and more. Be sure to look for the October GCN specials in blue boxes, too, at BatteryStation.com. We shoot what we sell, and all Battery Station ammo is all factory, no reloads. You'll enjoy great customer service, great prices, and fast shipping. Plus, all orders over $30 will receive a free patriotic flag. So invest in gold and silver. But don't forget about investing in lead and brass, too, at BatteryStation.com. Call 417-257-7799 or go to BatteryStation.com today. This is not a drill. Repeat, this is not a drill. Gun sales are on a staggering pace. Gun prices are going through the roof, and that means desperate, vicious criminals now want your guns and will do anything to get them. Now, a new book reveals powerful secrets for hiding your guns from thieves and looters. You'll learn step-by-step battle-hardened techniques, where to hide your guns so criminals will never find them, how to create the perfect hiding place, as well as the places you should never hide your guns under any circumstance. These and other closely guarded gun caching secrets are guaranteed to keep your weapons safe and out of sight when the going gets tough. But listen, listen up. Listen For security up. reasons, the Hide Your Guns book and even the website may disappear without warning at any time. Go to HideYourGuns.com. That's HideYourGuns.com. Or call 877-327-0365. Before they come for your guns. HideYourGuns.com right now. Right, right now. now. Right now. Tired of searching for great talk radio? There's a a wide range of stuff on here. We are the GCN Radio Network. You've entered another dimension. You've entered the Paracast. You're in the PowerCast. Our guest is Adam Gorightly. I'm Gene Steinberg. And we're trying to explain what chaic means. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, chaic. What, what does that mean? K-A-Z-I-K. Does that make sense? Well, it's something that was in the book about the three men in black written by Albert K. Bender. Okay, it's coming back to me, yeah. And the book, okay, now let's go back to the history of this. The Three Men in Black, coined by the late Gray Barker, he talks of Albert K. Bender had the small UFO organization in the early 50s. When the organization folds, as many organizations did, he said he had been visited by three men in dark suits or black suits who said, you know what, you know too much, shut up, get out of this. And Barker, of course embellished this, created his masterpiece of a book they knew too much about flying saucers, which made him quite a bit of money. And then some years later, Albert K. Bender comes back into the public eye, and he says he met them, that the three men in black weren't government agents, E.T. And he wrote this book called Flying Saucers and the Three Men, 
that Gray Barker published, probably heavily edited. <laughs> and the word Kayak was used in that book. Forget about it. It was the planet that the supposedly these people were from. Exactly. The planet Kayak. Somebody told me that uh, Gray Barker wrote that book. Well, I would say this. Bender gave lectures telling the story, so it was based on his stuff. I am sure that Bender wrote a book, gave it to Gray Barker to publish, and Gray Barker wrote the book that you read based on whatever material he got yeah. from Bender. In the same way that, um, oh, who's the underground guy from the 50s with uh, with the Dero and the Tiro? Uh, sure, Richard Shaver in the 1940s. Shaver wrote these crazy things, gave them to uh, uh, the editor of Fate magazine, and he rewrote them and published them. It became the, the uh, greatest selling issues of Fate that there ever were. Actually, it was it's, Amazing Stories magazine originally, oh, the Science Stories? Fiction okay. magazine. And basically, Shaver sent this stuff to Ray Palmer, and Palmer took the basic, very factual, straightforward material that Shaver wrote, and he created science fiction novels or short stories from them. And then Palmer and the late Kurt Fuller founded Fate magazine, and they included some of Shaver's material there. Palmer went off to himself, his own business. I never got the clarification as to the breakup with Curtis Fuller was amicable or what. But Palmer did his own thing, and eventually he and Shaver didn't get along. Well, then Shaver went on and started doing these strange, uh, did a whole book of paintings he had made based on slicing into rocks that he said had paintings of the uh, time of the Earth before Atlantis or something like that. Holographic rocks, rock books. And guess what, folks? I knew Shaver then. I visited him in his home with my first wife, Geneva. We visited Shaver. We saw the rock books. And after a while, you know, maybe it's the Rorsach test again. We got to see things in those pictures. They actually did a showing of those, some of those shaver uh, carvings, whatever you want to call them, in L.A. about a year ago. Did you go to see that, Greg? No, I heard about it too late. There was an exhibit of the, the, the uh, paintings that are selling for quite a bit right now. I should have known. Have we had an awful lot of Richard Shaver's materials as we moved around the country. <laughs> that stuff kind of fell by the wayside. Big mistake. Oh, that's too bad. I, we didn't finish with uh, Adam's um, partial description of some of his favorite uh, kooks in the UFO and paranormal. <laughs> well, you know, maybe... Conspiracy areas, besides you and I. Well, you know, okay, so Adam... Okay, Kook Central, name a few more. Well, I don't think it's uh, quite nice to refer to them as kooks. Uh, I resemble that word. <laughs> Let's call them free thinkers, okay? Okay, I can dig <laughs> a, that. A really fascinating character I met, uh, and I'm still continuing to have conversations with this individual. I wrote a couple of articles about him. Uh, his name is Jeffrey Turner. He lives in Santa Cruz, California, and... He's actually the subject of a movie called I Think We're Alone Now about uh, enthusiasts of the singer Tiffany. Okay, here we go now to give you the six degrees of separation. <laughs> Tommy uh -huh. James, who sang the song I Think We're Alone Now, was a flying saucer buff. There you go. Yeah, it's all interconnected. Mr. Turner, I, I really came, he came to my attention. I was on some internet uh, Group and somebody posted something about Tuesday Weld being an Illuminati high priestess. <laughs> Tuesday Weld was an actress of the 50s and 60s. You know, mm -hmm. kind of the blonde bimbo type. We never took her too seriously, but she was really gorgeous. And, and there she was a high, high priestess of the Illuminati, see? 
And there was a design design for you not taking her too seriously. She never did want to get too popular because she was more effective, according to my source, Jeffrey Dean Turner, kind of working behind the scenes, influencing Hollywood. She influenced the whole psychedelic music scene. Tuesday the, uh, Weld? Mm -hmm. And I've written about this uh, in... Uh, Oh, a few places. One is the anthology Secret and Suppressed, put out by Feral House and edited by uh, Ken Thomas. So he's one of my favorite, we won't call them kooks, we call them free thinkers. Well, Ken Thomas is certainly one of our favorite conspiracy theory persons. No, Ken, Ken's an out-and-out -out kook, I'll say that. Because he's a friend of mine. <laughs> okay, so he's going to post on the Paracast forums at forum.paracast.com, <laughs> and he's going to say, I resemble that remark. Ken Thomas is also a boil on the ass of ufology. Him and Jim. Oh, you mean just like just like uh, John Keel? Yeah. As for How John much were you Keel, influenced when by John, John Keel used that phrase about Jim Mosley, he was talking about himself. <laughs> it just bounces back and sticks to him. How much? Speaking of Keel, how much did Keel affect you? His writings when you first read them. Well, I told you his whole theory about the super spectrum and how that kind of explained my own experience. Yeah, greatly influenced uh, me as he did you, Greg. Uh, yeah, what can you say? It. I mean, the books themselves, the Mothman prophecies and Operation Trojan Horse, I mean, uh, everything else aside, uh, they're just entertaining, wild, fun rides. You know, he was... One of the those guys out there doing a lot of uh, fun stuff, writing uh, great books, and you know how much is true, how much is uh, embellishment. I don't know if it matters in the uh, final analysis. Uh, we're creating myths here. So you think a lot of his stuff was was, uh, or some of it anyway, significant enough to mention was was purely made up, John Keel? Well, no, and I think he might have been uh, led around by the nose a little <laughs> bit, too. And this might be something that's been covered on the uh, Paracast, but I had my own podcast for a while, Untamed Dimensions, and a uh, frequent guest on there was Alan Greenfield, who I know is a friend of Mr. Steinberg. Oh, God, we've known each other since the dinosaurs ruled the Earth. No, that was Brad Steiger. And what did I ask him? Uh, uh, somehow, the interview, uh, eventually, uh, we were talking about the uh, whole uh, MIB things and some of the weird calls that uh, Kill was getting back in the day, you know, the mechanical, weird-sounding voice. And Alan Greenfield also received some of these calls. It's, I forget exactly, imminent doom is coming on such and such date. You must cease with your efforts to uh, reveal the UFO, whatever. And <laughs> so that, that uh, he got one of those messages back around the same time John Keel was getting some of those strange-sounding th things, and he was uh, at a dinner one night or something to that effect. You know, with, one of these uh, things about doing a commercial radio show is when you get to the pace of resistance, really, the kicker on the story we have to break. Perfect. We have Adam Go Rightly. He is a certified crackpot historian, which means he must be writing about me, and I don't know about it. 
Greg Bishop is the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey, neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. What is a wind generator? How can the wind produce power for a small cabin? How can wind energy be stored and used during an emergency? Can I assemble my own wind generator? For answers to questions about wind power, visit windbluepower.com. Did you know the wind could provide your family with emergency power? It can with a wind generator from windbluepower.com. Learn how our amazing Light Breeze wind generator kits start charging a 12-volt battery and just 6 mile per hour wind. Or see the new Cyclone X2 dual kit featuring two wind generators on just one tower. And learn why schools and universities across the country utilize our products to teach about wind power and alternative energy at windbluepower.com. All kits qualify for a 30% IRS tax credit for residential energy efficient property. Enter coupon code RADIO for a 5% discount at windbluepower.com. That's wind bluepower.com or call 800-976-0026 that's 800-976-0026 is it really possible to get out of debt without payment plans or attorneys 18 years ago we developed a program that has made thousands debt free in just 90 days it's called zero debt in 90 days and it works for all credit card debt medical bills even collection lawsuits when i first joined i was being sued so i used the program methods And after filing one piece of paper, the collection lawsuit was dismissed. With zero debt in 90 days, your success is guaranteed in writing. There is no other program of its kind. Don't be alone when creditors gang up on you. Let our team of experts provide the resources to fight back and stop creditors in only 90 days. Guaranteed. Prevent wage garnishments, bank levies, and stop collection calls with our proven program. Call zero debt in 90 days now, 800-477-9256. And ask for free information from an expert who also completed our program. 800-477-9256 or ZeroDebtGuaranteed.com 800-477-9256 or ZeroDebtGuaranteed.com if the cost of your prescriptions are getting out of control, you want to listen carefully to this. RxDrugCard.com is a simple, innovative program designed to give individuals the same purchasing power as large HMOs and insurance companies. As a member of RxDrugCard.com, you'll enjoy savings of up to 80% on all prescription medications and over 52,000 USA pharmacies, including Walmart, Walgreens, and Eckerd's. Don't risk ruining your health by using cheap, counterfeit foreign drugs. This program provides savings on safe, genuine, FDA-approved medications. 
medications. With low membership fees, unlimited use, no age or income requirements, and coverage for all pre-existing conditions, RxDrugCard.com is an absolute must for anyone who pays for their own prescriptions. Enroll today for as little as $4.50 per month at www.RxDrugCard.com and start saving immediately. RxDrugCard.com is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit RxDrugCard.com or call 888-216-2461. That's 888-216-2461. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. Greg Bishop is the co-host, trying his best to imitate a trickster. <laughs> Adam Gorightly is our certified crackpot historian. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Paracast, and before we broke, Adam was going to give us the pace de resistance of his story. Please do tell. So, uh, Greenfield ends up uh, one evening uh, over a few... Uh, Adult beverages with, uh, I guess it was with Mosley. I'm not sure if Barker was there. And well, Jim was, was very good about adult beverages. <laughs> and so was uh, Gray. And so uh, Greenfield was... You know, Gray's me. big adult beverage was beer. He was great with a couple of six-packs of beer. Hmm. I heard he had quite the... Uh, well, let's get to the story first. <laughs> so We'll do another show on Gray Barker's drinking predilections or about the VAT69 gold that Jim Mosley used to drink. <laughs> and so let's just assume... Uh, I don't remember the story exactly. It's on the old Untamed Dimensions podcast archives, but he's... Greenfield recounts this mechanical voice, and it's been a year or so since it happened, and Mosley basically said, haven't she figured out <laughs> who was calling you? That was myself and uh, Barker after, uh, you know, having a few rounds of the VAT 23 or whatever, pulling your chain. And then I asked Greenfield, well, that sounds remarkably similar to the calls that uh, John Kill was getting, and Greenfield basically said, uh, yes, isn't that interesting? It probably was them. Yeah, well, that's, of course, some of the weird things that Mosley did. I'll give you a synchronicity. Remember Wanakew Reservoir, New Jersey, in the 1960s? So Jim Mosley and I are seated, I forget, maybe in his apartment in Fort Lee, New Jersey. And Jim picks up the phone, calls the police department in that part of New Jersey and basically gives information about UFO sighting. And then over the reservoir, a few days later, people see UFOs. I don't say it was more than a coincidence. Of course, in those days, we didn't have caller ID, so they wouldn't know who was calling them. They couldn't, of course, use E-911 or something to find them. Yeah, and, you know, that speaks to uh, my own weird experiences. It's <laughs> like... Uh, you know, some of this stuff, like I said, before we saw the things, we joked, what if we saw some UFOs now? Uh, there's that trickster element to the uh, whole thing, and maybe we are part of the experience. Or maybe our wish for the experience generates it, or being afraid of it also causes the problem to occur. You know, mm -hmm. like John Keel said, to run is an invitation to be chased. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 
well, a lot of this going on, and, and uh, Adam and I have talked about this, and Gene, you and I have talked about it, is people seem to forget that a lot of it is, uh, it is uh, made invisible by half of it being our reaction to whatever it is. Half of what we think is going on with the UFO thing is our reaction to it, I think. Well, I think, you know, in that sense, maybe we participate in the phenomenon, that the phenomenon does not always exist separate from us. Yeah, I mean, it's that way with anything. But when you're talking about something that you can't hold, something that you can't repeat, something that you can't take a picture of, something that isn't available upon demand, then our reactions and our belief systems and what we expect and all that play a large part in it. And th this is another thing that um, Adam and I have talked about for years. Um, so it, you, do you kind of see it that way, Adam? Yeah, it's all... Uh perception um, and I've listened to your show and the Paracast uh, some and you've delved into these areas before you know the cultural filters and all that uh, stuff it's like uh, different people in <laughs> different ages looking at uh, whatever we have our uh, cultural filters placed on top of our perceptions and it's all perception well, where do you think it comes from, then? What, what causes the UFO reports? Mm. Your opinion. What causes the UFO? I think, well, the, the reports. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there in the sky that is a combination of uh, airplanes <laughs> and uh, people doing pranks like you, Greg. And uh, uh, what? We, we were talking about... Uh, rocket launches and maybe some experimental aircraft uh, going on and maybe some true phenomena. Uh, it seems like uh, recently we've been overrun with, oh, God, I'm getting tired of all these YouTube uh, things that are getting put out of uh, UFO reports. These well, you know, we had some in New York City. It looked like balloons, and yeah. everybody was talking about it just a week or two ago. I mean, if you get on uh, YouTube and some of these lists, you have all these, uh, here's the new amazing UFO footage today, and it's some blurry nothing. It's like, is are people intentionally trying to, like, this marginalize the whole field with a bunch of uh, crap? Well, when I said, what, the, what do you think causes UFO reports, mm -hmm. what I think I, I maybe was asking is if there's any reality to it, um, meaning if there's an actual cause and not just things that we're making up ourselves, where do you think that comes from? Where do you think, what's the source of that stimulus? And I'm including everything, you know, abductions, sightings, close encounters, everything. Hmm. I think people are having some generally uh, strange experiences and they need to... Uh, put it in that box, whatever we want to call it, call it something. And so I think that's what's going on with a lot of the ET abduction stories. And I don't think it's hard to identify these things with most uh, ET abduction stories. There's no UFO craft involved. It's just strange little entities that uh, float into the room or like uh, come out of the walls you know these these sound like uh, 
going back to, to Jotha Lane, passport to Magonia. By the um, way, neighbors, I have to tell you this. We are talking to Jacques Vallée. He's working with a co-author on a new book, and he may return to the Paracast in the very, very near future. Hey, I'm encouraged. I heard uh, Jacques Vallée on another radio show. I won't say which radio show it was, but uh, last night, and it uh, sounds like he's uh, kind of picking up the torch that he passed along about 30 years ago and continuing on with his research. I find that very encouraging. How how did he sound? I mean, did he say anything that needed to be said or anything new that you noticed? Well, I think so. He's looking at it, and I, you know, listen to like half the interview, but he's trying to take a lot of the things he wrote about in his previous books and once again use a little scientific uh, scrutiny to want to look at these uh, reports and continue building that database. And he has certain criteria, you know, as well to. Uh, Make make this research valid. Do you think that his because uh, a lot of people think that he's very rigidly scientific, and if you know anything about Valet, it seems like he's got his foot in a couple of different realms. One being the hard science, but another being, for instance, he used to go to uh, meetings in the nineteen seventies with um, people like uh, I think Puharik, Andrea Puharik, the uh, paranormal researcher, psychedelic researcher, and um, of all people, um, uh, Anton LaVey, I believe. So mm-hmm. he's traveled in some some circles that people wouldn't really normally think of a scientist traveling in, and I think possibly that informs his opinion on a lot of these things in a, in a, in a helpful way. Well, yeah, I think he's interested in quantum physics and all these things, but I also think he realizes if he wants his work to be taken Seriously, then there has to be that element there where he's approaching it in a scientific way, and that that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, well, he's doing he's doing both. He's presenting it as as science, but he's also using all these other influences to kind of inform it, but maybe not, you know, present it as the scientific part of his opinion. And the the, the whole of his work is 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 um is not all you know hard science and data some of it has has elements of sociology in it, and some of it has ele- elements even dare i say of um bits of artistic vision and ritual magic in them but very well grounded in this scientific viewpoint and um logical viewpoint wouldn't you say i'll tell you what i'll let him give you the answer but not yet Ah, well, we maybe to, I have to come on and butt in when he's on. Well, you know what? We have to take care of a piece of business first, then he can talk. Adam Go-Rightly joining us this week on the Paracast. Our co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. And once again, you're in the Paracast. Hi, Ted Anderson announcing a great way to listen to radio on the telephone. By calling 760-569-7700, you'll be hearing GCNlive.com programs in seconds. Come to GCNlive.com, find your favorite host's dedicated phone number, and hear them 24-7. You heard me right, every show has a dedicated phone number. Stop by GCNlive.com and bookmark their number today. And again, that's 760-569-7700.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Adam Gorightly joining us this week for the final hour of this episode of the Paracast. I'm Gene Steinberg, co-host is Greg Bishop. And Greg, asked you a question, Adam. Before our hourly break, and now it's your turn to give the answer. <laughs> I have no idea, and I t- kind of half remember uh, what you asked me, Greg. I know we were talking about Bollet and how he wants his research presented in a scientific way, and all the other odd angles he was looking into, uh, such as in Messengers of Deception, that there was this trickster element involved with it, and it seemed like these things were trying to deceive us. And I think, uh, why don't you rephrase your question again? Well, my my question, I think that we started out with, before I I probably changed the subject, what do you think the source of the uh, specifically UFO, uh, you know, UFO sightings coming from. What do you think that source is? If it's not, if you eliminate uh, misidentifications and hoaxes and all the mundane things that can be explained, what do you think, at least personally right now, in your evolution of, of, of opinion, what, is, uh, what causes the UFO reports? What are people seeing? What, what is the initializing factor that uh, causes people to report aliens or things flying through the sky or whatever i mean i know it's a big question it may be mm-hmm. a bunch of different answers I, I think i have an answer for you i don't believe any one specific thing but what uh this sounds pretty bizarre but i think there are entities that have been with us here forever that take on different disguises or masks or maybe it's our perception of them it whatever they are part of us how's that for a vague metaphysical answer are we getting into a collective unconscious that could be it too gene perhaps and perhaps that's part of the phenomena you know what you know trying to get into this more all-encompassing boat here now in doing research here and greg did a lot of the research before we got you on here finding questions we can ask you to embarrass the hell out of you mm-hmm. it seems you gave a talk called were the 1950s contactees ritual magicians at roswell does he mean roswell new mexico yes okay so now i'm curious tell me more the lecture was based um the starting point was that uh, psychedelic UFO experience and how uh, I stated at the beginning of it, you know, what if we saw some UFOs no one would believe us and that I unintentionally planted a seed there for those experiences and I go into the whole John Kill thing about the 
super spectrum and entering trance states. And I looked at the uh, 50s contactees and uh, connected a lot of dots. Uh, most of those early contactees, it was all based on tra entering into trance states, conjuring up these entities, whether they were aware of that or not. It seemed like all of the experiences had to do with either unwitting or witting conjuration of these entities. Um, you mean even George Adamski seeing the flying saucer land in the California desert? I think so, because you, if you look at Adamski's background, prior to all of that, he had uh, written a... Uh, in, in, well, let me say, first of all, maybe it uh, was, uh, you know, uh, a hoax on Adamski's uh, part. But, uh, you know, if you look at Adamski's uh, background, he wrote a science fiction uh, novel many years before his encounter, his supposed encounter with the uh, UFO knots, where he was talking about uh, an experience with UFOs. And he also spent some time with uh, putting together something uh, called the Royal Order of Tibet, which was basically uh, some type of uh, group into metaphysical experiences. So he had that whole uh, background of uh, being involved in esoteric esoteric thoughts and Eastern mysticism and writing <laughs> a, a novel about UFOs before his experiences. And uh, he was involved with uh, George Hunt Williamson, who was somebody who definitely, according to his own work, conjured UFOs, uh, used uh, basically something akin to an, a Ouija board to conjure UFOs, uh, practice uh, Enochian chants, a system of magic to uh, conjure UFOs. So it was a, a whole group of people, Adamski, George Hunt Williamson, uh, George Van Tassel. Robert Short was another one who admits that he used these methods, channeling methods to bring down the UFO knots. Uh, basically, if you look at all the UFO contactees, it's more of a religious movement. Uh, they were, uh, you know, uh, basically mystics. So maybe they were bringing E.T. as a mechanism to convey the information, like that statement that Adamski was quoted as saying, sometimes you have to go through the back door to get to the truth. Uh, perhaps that was their design. Maybe they didn't know what they were uh, consciously uh, doing, you know. Maybe they tapped into some unconscious element like you mentioned before maybe they did tap into open a doorway uh to these as mac tony's uh called them the crypto terrestrials or the ultra dimensionals of john uh, kill well you know they would never know or just would use it as a matter of convenience of course there are a couple of contactees who have maybe different experiences. We have Orfeo Angelucci. Orfeo Angelucci mentioned in Nick Redfern's book on contactees where he sat with this military guy who gave him in a diner, believe it or not, some kind of drug, maybe a psychedelic, 
And then yeah. he sees things, of course, shades of what happened to you. And then we have the experience of Howard Menger, who met with me and Jim Mosley at a diner <laughs> across from 303 Fifth Avenue in New York. How do I remember this stuff? I take vitamin B12. Helps keep the mind fertile. And he says maybe he was part of a government disinflammation experiment. That, that could be. You bring up Angelucci. I just read uh, Redfern's book on the contactees. And, yeah, that's interesting, The uh, his first sighting. A lot of these happened in 1952, which is an interesting date. We can talk about that more. But uh, Well, maybe alien- we'll talk about now why is 1952 so significant. When I uh, put this uh, lecture together on the UFO contactees, I was looking at a few things. Contactees who apparently had entered into trans states, and I think it looked like most of them had, and that seemed to all have happened in 1952. And so you start looking at, uh, and where did this happen? A lot of it was in the California desert, so maybe they happened on power points or power spots where there was energy going happening with ley lines and those type of things. And maybe 1952 was critical because um, it's interesting. There's a website called temporaldoorway.com, and I'm not sure if it's still there, but it uh, – basically does statistical analysis of all these UFO sightings. What are the peak years? Uh, 46 was a peak year. 52 was a peak year. And uh, a number of other years, which I talked about in my lecture. So I think something was going on. uh, And I bring in the whole Aleister Crowley, Jack Parsons, Lamb. Did they open up a doorway for these entities? Jack Parsons, and I'm going off maybe perhaps on a little tangent here. I'll tell you what, before we go on a bigger tangent, a temporal pathway, we have our own temporal pathway, and it's one we have to break for, our neighbors. Our guest is Adam Gorightly. The co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. For 58 years, fate has provided true reports of the strange and unknown. Fate brings you the latest in all aspects of the paranormal, like angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, and much, much more. To receive your complimentary fate magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. Hi, this is Tamar from Namecheap. We're a domain name and web hosting company, and we really care about our customers. With domain name purchases, Namecheap offers free SSL and free WhoisGuard for a year to protect your identity from spammers. Most importantly, we care about you. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at radio.namecheap.com, radio.namecheap.com for web hosting and domain name specials. You can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Namecheap or become a fan of ours on Facebook at facebook.com slash Namecheap. See you online. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. January of 2000, I had a heart attack. 
Then my real health began going downhill, and I had uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, poor vision, and I really wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess, pretty much. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking uh, heart and body extract, and from within a few days, I started sleeping a lot better. My blood pressure uh, normalized, my blood sugar normalized, and uh, my sleep really did improve. Experience these benefits and more when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of heart and body extract. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. And folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking heart and body extract. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for heart and body extract. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30%, while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should, too. Find out what they know. Call us, and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at crossbreedholsters.com. Don't forget, crossbreedholsters.com. Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123CheapSolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123CheapSolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123CheapSolar.com. Tired of searching for great talk radio? And I think it really does make a difference. We are the GCN Radio Network. Genesis. Genesis. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com. Those strange laughs come from Adam because he appreciates the strange way in which Greg Bishop identifies the show or not. As co-host, you see, the co-host always has to say the words the Paracast in some totally ridiculous way. I am the totally ridiculous Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. And we're talking to Adam Go Rightly. Are you totally ridiculous? Sometimes, yeah. I, th- I think you should do the when the co-host uh, does 
the Paracast, you also should take on the like uh, teenager who's totally bored to be there saying the Paracast. <laughs> <laughs> We can have you record this teenage thing. You see, I am so old and so far removed from being a teenager, I cannot duplicate the sound. I can ask my son. He's only 24. I'm not sure if I uh, did that well either, but you know how the teenage kid, he's looking down. I'm bored to be here, Dad, kicking around his feet in the Paracast. Yeah, it's the Paracast. <laughs> well, we can do the Jewish way. I the Paracast. <laughs> I was going to do the Jerry Lewis way, but then I can't do a good imitation of Jerry Lewis. <laughs> he did Lewis. that before we came on and blow out my speakers. I oh, think. yeah. <laughs> and it will not be done on the Lewis. air. Nobody's going to let us do this. Adam, let's get back into the swing of things here. Okay, let's okay. move more to the present here. Okay, we don't have endless amounts of time. This is your first chance to be on here. There will be others if you pay us enough, but seriously. Okay, taking the UFO mystery, there's a perception out there that the UFOs, the ones that first visited us in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, they're gone. We don't see too many anymore. They don't care about us anymore, although there seem to be plenty of sightings. What's your perception? Let's say that one more time, Gene. The perception, therefore, being that the original UFOs, whatever they might be, have left us. Mm-hmm. No opinion. And think they have left us, or what, what do you think happened? Why the change in the UFOs and the way that whatever it is interacts with us? I got you. You're indicating the phenomena has changed since the the old school UFOs compared to uh, the visitations of today. Is yeah, it a it, cultural change, a physical change, because we're seeing different creatures? What do you think? I, I think you once get it, get into that uh, those cultural filters, and I mean this is ground you guys have covered uh, before. But you know, back in the old days of the fifties, the contactees. I mean, going then going back to the uh, turn of the century, they were they were seeing airships, you know, and then the technological age comes along, and we start. Uh, seeing these uh, crude saucer things that you saw in the old science fiction movie. We're not really seeing that motif anymore. Uh, I think it's, uh, once again, it just comes back to uh, perception. I really, in my gut, uh, don't feel that we've, we're being visited by ETs. I think it's all wrapped around this... Uh, Enigma of uh, these strange creatures and these visions we have on this planet and uh, how we perceive them and describe them. And I think that's where it's at. It's part of an age-old phenomenon that's been part and parcel of our experience? Yeah, exactly. I, I really... You know, and you can't... Uh, I'd be hesitant to say I believe any one theory 100%. Who am I to say that ETs haven't <laughs> visited us? Uh, it could very well have happened, but from my own experiences and uh, what makes sense to me is that uh, this planet itself is uh, strange enough. There's a lot of undiscovered realms. There's, uh, you know, what's the... Uh, Thing people say about uh, the ocean, how we've 
really know very little about what is going on <laughs> under the sea or inside the earth and in the atmosphere. I think it's a mysterious planet. Uh, and uh, ETs, uh, you know, whether they visit it or not, I think the world is strange enough with or without them. Of course, the way things are going now, we are discovering more and more evidence of life in outer space. We have water on the moon, so we can get a glass if it gets too cold there once we inhabit that place. But the point being, life is ubiquitous around the universe, or is this reality just change around us as we grow? What we see, what we observe expands because we're expanding our reality. Hmm. Well, I think so, indeed. And, you know, going back to the whole psychedelic experience uh, for me what that did was uh, the question reality thing the scene what what basically that experience reveals to you is that the world isn't necessarily <laughs> as the way you see it it opens up uh, you know once again it could be seemingly uh, delusion but for me it revealed a lot of uh, made me see another truth you know of uh... what do you say then to the people who say well UFOs are ET it's nuts and bolts and all this other stuff is fantasy it's drug induced etc etc uh, show me the uh, money Show me the evidence. <laughs> Has there been any evidence of nuts and bolt craft? Well, we go back to the traditional hardware-type UFOs. We talk about the extraordinary maneuvers, the radar sightings, the photographs, the trace evidence that Ted Phillips and others are examining. What are they after if it's not physical? You might well ask the same thing about the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot. Well, why not? Well, there's, there's a point there, and I think Adam knows what I'm getting at. And maybe explain that to our listeners. Well, the, the uh, fact that you can't see, the, I mean, you can't uh, get an example of these things would tend to uh, make people, you know, it should tend to make people think that maybe they're not physical in the way we think of things of being physical. Um, they have the appearance of it and, and ha can have the appearance of it, at least for a time. But uh, they, you know, the, the, that that fades away somehow. And then well, we then maybe it's a holodeck. Okay, maybe the UFO mystery, all these other mysteries, it's a holodeck. We're seeing something that's being generated to hide from the real phenomenon, whatever it is, or we're seeing a window into another universe. I think you know, Adam can uh, elaborate on this. I think that's part of it. But I also think the minute we start saying it could possibly be this and then, you know, bring up Star Trek or bring up some idea that we can get a handle on, that the definition of it or whatever it is immediately runs to another area of the room and we can't get our get, put our fingers on it. And, uh, it sounds like it quantum seems physics to, have been doing to me. That for 50 years. The UFO mystery is quantum physics, maybe. Adam O'Reilly is joining us. Greg Bishop is the co host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Yeah. 
Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Before you purchase any water filters, you should know there's a superior American-made water filtration system available. This water filter's housing is made of high-quality stainless steel, and its filters outperform all others in the industry and are the only ones that exceed EPA standards. It's a gravity-fed water filtration system requiring no electricity or plumbing. It removes chlorine, chemicals, and dangerous biological pathogens, producing quality drinking water for less than two cents per gallon. Plus, its filters can be cleaned up to 200 times. What is it? It's the Aqua Rain. Owning an Aqua Rain means you own the best money can buy. Learn more and see other quality emergency preparedness products at myaquarain.com. Use the GCN code and you'll receive the book Do It Yourself Emergency Preparedness absolutely free. To order, visit myaquarain.com or call 800-585-5077. That's myaquarain.com or 800-585-5077. I'm concerned about food for my family in the event of an emergency, and I know you are too. Are you ready? Don't wait for an emergency to happen. Put a plan together now with quality dehydrated food from Ready Reserve Foods. For nearly 40 years, Ready Reserve Foods has been in continuous operation canning the finest in dehydrated foods. Other companies just broker canned foods. Ready Reserve is the manufacturer controlling quality from start to finish with double enameled cans and nitrogen packing for maximum shelf life. Ready Reserve offers a balanced selection of fruits, vegetables, dairy products, proteins, and grains. Choose from a variety of pre-selected units or order by individual can to customize your own plan. When you purchase from Ready Reserve Foods, you are buying factory direct at wholesale prices. Call today for a free catalog, 1-800-453-2202 or visit readyreservefoods.com. Call 1-800-453-2202. Ready Reserve Foods, factory direct, wholesale pricing. If the cost of your prescriptions are getting out of control, you want to listen carefully to this. RxDrugCard.com is a simple, innovative program designed to give individuals the same purchasing power as large HMOs and insurance companies. As a member of RxDrugCard.com, you'll enjoy savings of up to 80% on all prescription medications at over 52,000 USA pharmacies, including Walmart, Walgreens, and Eckert's. Don't risk ruining your health by using cheap, counterfeit foreign drugs. This program provides savings on safe, genuine, FDA-approved medications medications with low membership fees, unlimited use, no age or income requirements, and coverage for all pre-existing conditions. RxDrugCard.com is an absolute must for anyone who pays for their own prescriptions. Enroll today for as little as $4.50 per month at www.RxDrugCard.com and start saving immediately. RxDrugCard.com is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit RxDrugCard.com or call 888-216-2461. That's 888-216-2461.
Bringing you the best in alternative talk radio for over 10 years. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what. You're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Adam Gorightly, here for two more segments on the Paracast. I'm Gene Steinberg. Greg Bishop is the co-host. So, Adam, let's talk about that possibility. Maybe our perception of UFOs changes what we perceive. I think so. <laughs> How's that for a simple answer? And how about making it complex and explaining to listeners who say, what the heck did he say? Well, I think we've uh, kicked around this before, but... Uh it's the whole cultural filters. It's your own personal filters. It's your own life experiences. That, yes, but uh, that's what you think the reality is. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that when you see it, it's quantum physics. You're changing it by the very nature of seeing it. Ah, the interacting uh, part of it. I, th I think that uh, goes on, how that happens, why that happens. Uh, I can't articulate that. I don't know why, but uh, it definitely seemed to occur in my own experiences uh, with going back to that to those weird UFO things. It seemed to, uh, you know, we saw seven or eight, uh, I forget the exact number of UFOs that night, and they started off as your classical shapes. Then they became weirder. And more cartoonish, and I don't know if I've ever thought of it exactly like this, but it seemed like they were getting more playful, and maybe uh, myself and my friend, <laughs> our input was getting more playful and interacting with whatever that weird energy was. Or they were putting on a show for your benefit. Mm hmm. Exactly. Uh, where does the uh, you know where do you draw the line between the observer and the observed um, at, at the time we saw those things we definitely there was a demarcation between it, it seemed to us that uh, we were just witnessing something that was totally outside our realm of influence the more I think about it the more I think that it was all us and something else going on there uh, I've never really uh, talked this deep about the experience but uh, that's what we're here for yeah and it's something uh, my thoughts about it continue to evolve obviously I'm still talking about this uh this happened in 1978, so <laughs> some time has passed. If this didn't have an effect or have some meaning in my life, I wouldn't be uh, talking about it uh, now. Now, someone's going to ask us, and I'll just raise the question, do you have a day job or is this it? I do have a, a day job. <laughs> I don't want to comment on that that's kind of why I use a pseudonym to distance myself and my real world job from these bizarre topics I talk about okay so it's not Adam go rightly um, sometimes it is 
<laughs> okay. Some, sometimes it's the wrong Reverend Houdini Kundalini of the Church of Unwavering Indifference. But yeah, Go Rightly is a pseudonym. Okay. And you will and, never tell us who you really are. Oh, I probably will at uh, some point. The reason I started using the pseudonym, I actually wrote an article called UFOs, LSD, and me uh, relating this whole experience. And I didn't want to go on record saying I'd used a certain uh, psychoactive uh, substance because, uh, basically because of my uh, real-world life and occupation and how that uh, might be viewed negatively by... He's got, he's got a respectable job, Gene. <laughs> oh, one of those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Some, I don't know about those. It's been many years since I've had a respectable job, so I don't understand this concept. Yeah. Well, you have a respectable job, too, Greg. You're kind of almost normal. So well, you have a life, and then you do this. This is your other life, your mm-hmm. other it, dimension. It's different for a lot of people because they'll have respectable jobs, in, especially in different areas of the country. If you're in the entertainment industry, people expect you to be eccentric, so it's okay for me to talk about weird stuff. So for Adam, it, it's not really, and I, I try to just respect that with him, although I've known his real name for uh, about the last two two or three minutes now. Or, well, okay, no, I, I've known it for a while. But well, the, it doesn't the point matter. is that you, you get, one, that that part of your life gets affected, and two, um, the kind of things, that especially that Adam writes about, you sometimes get people uh, coming by who you don't really want coming by and bothering, you know, your family and, and your neighbors and all that. So there's that part of it, too. Adam? What happened? Everybody gone. Yes. <laughs> Adam has heard us talking about him, and he thinks, you know, maybe I just stepped into this. Hmm. Well, I don't know. What I just said, the, 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 is that not why you use the pseudonym? Uh, that's basically it. I'm not so uh, concerned about people approaching me and that type of thing. It's uh, yeah, it's just a uh, work-related matter. And um, in a few years, in about a year, I won't uh, be working anymore. I'll be able to retire. So people want to know my real name. That's fine. I don't. I don't hide it from uh, folks. It's just. Uh, makes it easier. I've been going along this path for a while, so it's amazing uh, some of my uh, fellow people I work with haven't caught on yet, but you know, we, we uh, work here in a really small subculture. Well, that raises an interesting question. Now, obviously, Greg's in the entertainment industry, so he can be an eccentric, and we assume, therefore, because you have a more normal so to speak, day job. Now, do people at all, other than maybe your family, know about your other interests in the paranormal, conspiracy theories, and stuff like that? I think so. You know, people I work with and people I know I consider friends, they know he's kind of an oddball. <laughs> and he has an interest in these uh, these things. He knows about, uh, yeah, somebody you can talk to conspiracy talk about conspiracies about or UFOs uh, indeed so you know part of it is uh, perhaps working uh, maybe or maybe not for a government entity and being concerned about uh, 
how it would affect pensions and that type of uh, stuff. So you're telling you us go. something here. You're hinting at something <laughs> here. You know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Let me. Speaking of the government. Okay. And we talk about government experiments and disinformation. And now the movement to have disclosure. It's afoot. It's worse than ever. They want disclosure. You have various elements of the movement. You have exopolitics, etc. You have the book by Leslie Kane, a very straight and narrow book about UFOs that certainly inspires people to say, what does the government know? When did they know it? And why don't they tell us? So let me ask you, think the government knows about what's really going on? I've given this a lot of thought, and uh, I think they know some stuff, but it's not uh, centralized in one big database where you could release it and say this is the the truth about the ETs. I think uh, the government, as it is, and you're talking about a different bunch of different alphabet agencies and people collecting this information. They're probably as confused about it as we are. We're maybe uh, you, me, and Greg are less uh, confused. I don't think they're sitting on a gold mine. Hey, maybe they are, but uh, my gut tells me that uh, Stephen Bassett and that like are uh, basically barking up a tree. Whistling in the dark, as it were. And maybe mm-hmm. Major Donald Kehoe's silence group never existed. Adam Gorightly joining us. He'll be back for one more session. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Greg Bishop. You're in The Paracast. Are you ready to order the official Paracast t-shirt? You asked, we answered. We're now taking orders for the official Paracast t-shirt. It comes in white, 100% cotton. The front of it features the same logo that we have on our community forums. On the back it says, separating signal from noise. To order the official Paracast t-shirt, here's all you have to do. Visit our new online store at store.theparacast.com. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey, neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about, and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store, store store.theparacast.com. Special announcement for our Renaissance Charge customers. Have you ever wondered what it would take to make your car run on 100% electric power? What about making a motor into a generator? How about a simple device that is both a super efficient motor and generator at the same time? What if this could also be used to restore useless batteries and save you money? Because you, our customers, asked for it, we have organized a Renaissance Conference Workshop on November 13th and 14th at the beautiful Coeur d'Alene Resort in Idaho. Not only 
will you see these fascinating energizers, but for the first time, you will be able to build some alongside genius inventor John Bedini. Register now while there's still room left to participate in this truly historic event featuring our cutting-edge alternative energy Tesla technology. Visit r-charge.com. That's r-charge.com for details. Or call 208-772-4514. That's 208-772-4514. Hello from eFoods Direct. The end of October is around the corner, and there's no shortage of frightening news these days. Global financial meltdown, saber-rattling with Iran and other nations, worldwide drought and food shortages, more than 40 million Americans on food stamps, and tens of millions unemployed. Have eFoods Direct help ease your fears this fall season with free shipping on all orders placed between now and November 1st. Every dollar you spend will buy food, and eFoods Direct will pay for the shipping throughout the continental United States. When you have a supply of delicious, nutritious food from eFoods Direct, your future is fearless and the shipping is free. That's free shipping on all eFoods Direct food products. Call 800 409 5633. On the web, eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. That's 800-409-5633. On the web, eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. It's the winter cold and flu supplement sale at HerbalHealer.com. Take advantage of Herbal Healer Academy's incredible savings on the best cold and flu supplements available. Many of you know elderberry is exceptional against viral infections. Right now, Herbal Healer Academy has elderberry power. Regularly priced at $16.95, now incredibly low at only $10 for 60 vegetarian caps. For children and seniors, our Herbal Healer Academy Flew Away Elderberry Liquid is only $13 for a 4-ounce bottle. Also on super sale, olive leaf capsules, oregano oil plus capsules, and our incredible respirate formula, oregacillin physician strength capsules for your lungs. Normally $34.95, now just $25. Hit the winter specials link at HerbalHealer.com for these cold and flu supplement specials and other on-sale products like apple cider vinegar, brain power, and neuro recovery. New customers get a free catalog with your first order. Log on and hit the winter specials now at HerbalHealer.com. Tired of searching for great talk radio? Search no more. It's good stuff. We are the GCN Radio Network. You're in the Paracast. You never know what's going to happen next. The final session, this time anyway, with Adam Gorightly, although after this he may never want to come back. We get too deep and dark and dirty in asking him questions. Our co-host is Greg Bishop. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Greg, why don't you carry the ball for this session? Sure. Um, We were talking earlier about frauds and perhaps people who are, um, people we've come across, you've come across. There was something you wrote for my old zine a long, uh, long time ago. A little while back that um, I always liked the article and it always fascinated me. It was about Carlos Castaneda. And um, the, the the gist of the article, which was like, had to be in three parts because it was so long, is that he was a huge fraud. Is, is that not <laughs> a... Is that not a, a, a fair assessment? The, but the thing was that he was a fraud, but the thing was that the, there was important things said there. Um, what's your opinion of Castaneda? And if, if people don't know who Castaneda was, maybe you can give a slight background. 
Boy, it's weird. I've gone on shows, you know, in uh, recent times. I brought up uh, Castaneda, like on um, Tim Banal's show. I was talking about different pieces I wrote, and he's he's like, who's Carlos Castaneda? I think Banal does a good job and all that, but he's a younger dude. Yeah. <laughs> growing, growing up in the late 60s, 70s, those books were as influential as, you know, like The Hobbit during that uh, period. They were huge uh, successes about uh, Carlos Castaneda and uh, his adventures going into Mexico and meeting with a uh, Bruju, a uh, magic man who turned him on to these different psychoactive uh, drugs that showed him a uh, separate reality and this was his teacher and once they evolved behind beyond the drugs uh, Don Juan who was his teacher continued to instruct him with different techniques and different ways of using your mind to uh, see a separate reality so that's uh, Carlos Castaneda a bunch of uh, books what was the uh, first one uh the teachings of Don Juan, and then there was a separate reality, and a whole. There were a whole se- series, yeah. Whole series of books, and so the piece I wrote for you, and um, boy, back in those days, I uh, was not sparse in um, my word count, and so that was like several thousand words, and you broke it up into uh, three articles. And a lot of it, I referenced the book by Richard DeMille, who I uh, looked at Castaneda and basically shown in his books that uh, it would have been hard for uh, Carlos Castaneda to actually meet with Don Juan <laughs> and have all those experiences. DeMille was a contemporary of Castaneda, I think it was UCLA, and how Castaneda had really written... Uh, a fictional novel or uh, some type of treatment about an experience with a uh, magical uh, bruju of this type, a shaman back before he even met uh, Don Juan. So that's what I kind of wrote about in that article. But I also, even though, you know, I felt he was a quote-unquote fraud, he was in his own right a teacher, like a lot of great... uh, writers are, you know, he was an exceptional writer putting forth, uh, you know, the messages he was sending out to uh, folks about uh, breaking free from consensus reality, like uh, Robert Anton Wilson and finding your own path, or as uh, Castaneda termed it, a way of heart. The point of the article, I thought, was, yeah, well, so this is what we said sort of about uh, John Keel. Yeah, some of it might have been made up. Some of the twist, the, the truth was twisted, but the basic message is important and should be heard. And the, and after reading the article, I didn't really feel fooled by Castaneda. I just felt that it was, I looked at him in a different way. Because, yeah, I read those books when I was in junior high school, and I'd never taken any drugs, and I had, but they were fascinating to me. Just like the Adamski books and all those things were to me at the time. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that that article turned out. I, I got some letters about that article, and some people were angry about it, and I thought, well, too bad. <laughs> Another person they got angry about, and I wanted to bring up, and we haven't talked about him for a while, is Ira Einhorn. Yeah. Um, 
Interesting. Why don't you give a little background on Einhorn, then I'll tell you my experience. Einhorn was uh, basically a um, kind of a networker in the uh, in, in in the psychedelic and uh, psychic uh, movements of the 1970s. He is considered one of the founders of Earth Day. He was basically a, a, a promoter, a real good promoter and uh, a synthesizer of information. Um, sometime in the late 70s, he they found his girlfriend dead and stuffed in a trunk in his apartment. And uh, he fled the country uh, saying that he had been framed and the CIA had done it because he knew too much about what the government knew about psychedelics or flying saucers or something. And he left and then he got found and, and brought back to the United States. But while he was still on the lam and he was found... Um, Adam actually found him, struck up a correspondence with him, and put me in touch with the guy. And he did an interview for the magazine, um, which was one of the, uh, I think, one of the probably one of the better things that was in the magazine while it was going in excluded middle. So maybe uh, Adam go, can go into a little bit of how he got in touch with him, what kind of relationship he had with Einhorn, who is now serving a life sentence in um, Pennsylvania in prison. Yeah, most a lot in a lot of the criticism you get. What what do you want to interview a murderer? But I, I want to know more about the story. You interacted with Andre Puharic, and according to uh, Einhorn, he helped edit uh, Valet's Messengers of Deception, and he was part of that uh, group that Puharic was working with in uh, Ossini, New York, that were looking into uh, psychic phenomena and UFOs. So I have a way of attracting uh, kooks or networking with people. And somewhere along the line, I don't even remember exactly, uh, someone I, <laughs> I was uh, networking with was in contact with Einhorn, who at that time was in France. And I started the email conversation, and we did an interview, which ended up being published in uh, – Greg's, I, I don't think, yeah, it did show up in the magazine, but the full interview was in your anthology of Wake Up, uh, called Wake Up uh, Down There. We didn't have any pictures of him, so I sent him a roll of film, and his girlfriend or wife took pictures of him, and then he sent it back. <laughs> and That was kind of a weird thing. to have. It was a roll of black and white film, and it came back, and there were pictures, there were pictures that he took, and he had a, had a picture of him holding up a copy of the magazine. Great stuff. And it's, uh, you talk about government or some type of surveillance for somebody, but definitely during the period I was exchanging emails with Ira Einhorn, we were under surveillance because I remember uh, one time getting back a weird truncated email and it basically said to me that uh, you are being monitored. Hmm. Why do you think they were still monitoring Einhorn after all these years? They, granted, they were trying to extradite him back to the United States at that point. Oh, it, it might have been Interpol or whoever is involved. But, uh, yeah, that was during the period they were trying to extradite him from uh, France. And so <laughs> I'm sure every message he was sending out and receiving, people were keeping an eye on it. I'll tell you what, though, this is a story that has some fascinating possibilities that we'd love to explore, but we don't have the time. Adam, go right late. Tell our listeners what you might be working on, where they can find more of the things that you do. 
Uh, then go to adamgorightly.com. My books are up on uh, Amazon. I have a new book, and we didn't even talk about the Manson family, but I told Greg I was totally burned out on the subject, so that's good. We didn't have to go there. But with that being said, there's a wonderful volume called The Who's Who of the Manson Family. For those people who are into the whole Manson family story and have all the different books, this is a handy guide of knowing all the different uh, people involved and all the different uh, names they had. And so check that out. It's on uh, Amazon, I have a blog at uh, GoRightly at wordpress.com where I have a lot of uh, interesting things put up. And we didn't even talk about the uh, Charlie Chaplin uh, time traveler uh, story. but uh, I'll tell you what, we'll have to do that <laughs> on another occasion, Adam, when we have you back. Greg Bishop, where do we find more of your stuff? Well, more recently, probably at RadioMysterioso.com. And uh, some of my writing archive for the last few years at ufomystic.com and occasionally new stuff every few weeks. Greg Bishop, thanks for being our co-host this week. Adam Gorelli, thank you for joining us this week on the Paracast. Thanks. Paracast is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast. 